0: what's goody what's goody anchor is seven million i'm recording this episode in the bed child because i am so effing tired my days have literally been running into each other i battle with sleep insomnia so i don't have a consistent sleep schedule the way i need to um so yeah right now I'm still currently laying down and I'm like can't nobody fucking see me this shit is audio so let me just go ahead and knock out this episode normally I'm sitting at my little desk in my room to record but today I'm in the bed nobody can see me and it's just meant for me to knock out this episode right now while I'm up and while it's fresh on my mind so um Yesterday, when I was in and out of episodes saying, I felt strongly in my spirit that my message for Sunday was going to be reaping the harvest. Um, For the ones that may know what sowing a seed is, or if you don't know, it's completely okay. (laughs) Sowing a seed is basically when... um, At my church when I was growing up, they actually used to give us real seeds. And it was, you know, for us to go plant it and say, this is the blessing that I want. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to reap a harvest on. And they actually um, used to give us little mustard seeds. Because, you know, the saying is, as long as you have faith as a mustard seed, God is going to manifest it. So... I've been feeling so strongly that the people that have been sowing their seeds, or even if you haven't been sowing the seeds, if you have just been praying, I'm not going to make a lot of shit complicated because I don't. Wanted to be like this person may be more spiritual and this person is not. That's not the case. I'm just using some terms that I grew up on. It's not to make anyone feel bad. We're all here to learn. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm just going by the terms that I grew up on. Um, So I just feel very strongly that people that have been sowing the seed, even if you haven't and you've just been strongly praying and getting on your knees and praying for blessings and breakthroughs, I feel like all of that is coming into pass within the next few months. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know how it's coming. But I know there's something powerful and something mighty. And one of the tell signs when I know... A huge blessing and breakthrough is coming is when I feel like shit. Right now, I feel like shit. Like, I feel like I have done all I can do. I have put in my faith. I have put in my work. I've been on my grind. But it seems like no door is opening. That's one of the tell signs for me. And also, I pay attention I pay attention to the movement at my workplace that no matter what I'm doing right, I'm still doing something wrong. I look at the movement in all aspects of my life. Um, with, with people that decide to walk away, when people just up and jump ship without, without moments notice and just so abruptly and so quickly I look at the movement in all aspects of my life when shit do not make fucking sense. When I know that I have put in all the work I possibly can, that I've been praying, I've been on my grind, I've been hungry, I've been doing what I have to do to reap this blessing. And I feel very strongly For people out there, not the ones that just listen to me, but people out there in general, so many blessings are getting ready to come and hit. And it's going to seem like out of nowhere, but this is also work that you have put in. It's not out of nowhere. These are seeds that you have sowed so long ago that you damn near forgot about them. And now it's getting ready to come to pass. I've been feeling this so strongly. And it's something that I really want to speak on, um, really quickly. And I pray a lot of people understand this. And if you don't, it's fine. It's completely okay. I've already dealt with the negative side of this. So I'm not even fucking tripping. Anyways, to some of the people out there in the world who may not know, I am, I am a seer. Um, I do not like to say psych, uh, psychic or I'm I'm not none of that. I'm a person who's a seer. I don't try to um I don't try to make my gift more than what it is. I don't, you know, if I see it, I see it. If I don't, I don't. I don't try to force myself and I have been a seer since I was 19. I started off seeing vividly in dreams, like very, very detailed dreams. Then as I got into my 20s, like 21, 22, I was able to see, you know, with my eyes open with me being fully conscious. And then it, w- it would take a while for the things that I saw to manifest, like six months to a year, you know, damn near when I, when I forgot about it and then it would come to pass. And then the more that I got older, and the more my gifts started to to ship and uh and be molded, and I was crying, I was upset, I was telling God I didn't want to see this. I didn't want to I didn't want to have to tell this person this to do that. So being a seer is already a very lonely path in itself that no one understands and if people are around you they're around you because of what you can see for them I've already gone through went through all of that betrayal with being a seer even though I knew it was coming I still had to go through it anyway but if I'm saying this right now it's because I want people to understand I'm not just talking off the top of my fucking head. It's because I really see a mighty blessing. I really see a mighty breakthrough. I really see people reaping a harvest. I really see the people that are struggling with finances really getting that money. I really see the people in on the streets getting ready to go to apartments and homes. I really see this shit. This is why I'm saying this. So whether you want to believe that I'm a, a seer or not, or people feel like it's devilish, there's no way in hell that you can possibly see this or see that. Listen, I'm 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 not gonna explain no shit no further. I've already defended myself with this. You wouldn't believe. You believe. You don't. You don't. I'm not even I'm not even tripping off of that. But I I I feel it so strongly. I see it so strongly and I'm going to keep speaking out the blessing and breakthrough into people's spirit and lives until it manifests. That's the type of person I I am. I'm not going to tell a person what they can or what they can't have in life due to circumstances. I'll never forget. I was at one of my lowest, lowest points in life. I didn't have a job. I didn't have money. I had one pair of sneakers, one pair of pants, one shirt. I didn't have a comb. I didn't have a brush. I had a little Colgate toothbrush and toothpaste in my backpack. Because no matter what I've been through, I've always kept a toothbrush and and toothpaste. Because I'll be damned if I get fucking gingivitis or cavities. Like, that's not going to fucking happen. But anyways this man came up to me and uh he was in a situation similar to me but then I was like I don't know if he was an angel or not because it's like the way he was talking in the spirit and the way the movement went I I wasn't a hundred percent sure on what type of person I was dealing with let me take a sip of water I wasn't sure exactly what I was dealing with. He said to me, if you want to get off the streets, you will get off the streets. And I said to him, I said, it's not that easy. He said, if you want it bad enough, you will get off the streets. And then it was like, out of, out of nowhere, I, I started this job, um, by Studio City on Lakersham in Whipley. I started working as a telemarketer and within my first two days working as a telemarketer, I was applying for room for rents on my phone. And this guy, he turned out to be crazy as shit, but sometimes blessings can shift. It can be a blessing at that time, and then God will see what a person is trying to do on the opposite end and have to shift that movement and get you the fuck up out of there. But anyways, um, the guy was from Russia, okay, and um, he lived on Victory and Woodley in Van Nuys. And he said, when do you think that you'll be able to move in? I said, uh, in in a couple of weeks, because the ad said online that you needed, I think, like $600 to move in. And at that job, it was a paycheck in a hole. So I didn't have any money. So I knew it was going to take me a couple of weeks before I can get that money. So he said, you know what? Come in now. He said, what do you have? on you now. I said, I don't I don't have anything. I didn't lie. I don't have anything. So, he said, when you get off of work, I'm going to give you the address. I'm going to text it to you. And it's like, it, it's crazy how my footsteps were being led. I didn't know shit about being like that other than passing through and going to court and shit. But actually, Going through Van Eyes, I didn't know where the fuck I was going. It's like I was being led. I was I got off the Orange Line, on Woodley, and um, my phone had died. And this these teenagers were nice enough to let me use their phone to call him. And he said, you only uh, a few feet away, just keep walking up, just keep walking up. So I got into the apartment. He showed me the room. It was already other people living there. And I'm like, "How? how is this happening? How is this happening right now? You telling me I can move in with no money down and just pay you when I get a chance? He gave me the key. He said, do you have any blankets? Do you have any pillows? Do you have anything? I said, no, I do not have anything. When I said nothing, I didn't even have underwear. I was free balling. I mean, can't nobody fucking tell, but I was free balling. I didn't have shit. So he gave me the keys and it's like, I didn't have time to think. I didn't have time to process. I immediately went to go get blue because i knew she would be at north hollywood library so i immediately went to go get my mother and she said what like she was taken back she was asking 21 fucking questions and it was nothing that i could really explain like i didn't know how to explain it i didn't know how it happened but it happened and we got back on the orange line the same process. We got back on the Orange Line, got off on Woodley, got to the place. I op I took the keys, opened the door, and I said, "This is our room." She said, "How many people stay here?" I said, "I don't know." Literally at the time that night when we got there, this is probably going on around uh, like nine ten. So, and when we got there. It was nobody there. It was just him. And it was just us in our in that room that he he gave us. And he said, look, she told me she don't have no money. But when you do get the money for right now, this is yours. You know, I take money orders. I take cash. I take check. We looked at each other. We closed the door. We like, yo, what the fuck just happened? Like, how did like how did this happen? Like, how did how did this manifest? And then it's like that the man popped up in my head, like, if you want it bad enough, it'll happen. I didn't know when I sold that seed by me reaching out, I didn't think that I was really gonna get approved, but I was trying to be obedient to what the spirit said. I said, okay, I'm working now, maybe it'll be uh access for me to be able to get in the place next thing i know it happened and we stayed there um want to say maybe three to four months i didn't have clothes i didn't have shoes but he blessed me with a blanket and uh the the room had two little beds in it on the ground. Like uh, one was a little mattress, a twin size mattress on the ground that I let Blue sleep in, and the other one was like a a, a foam a foam cot. Uh, the cot that they use in um in a lot of villages is it's a foam to protect you from the ground, but it's not an actual mattress or a bed. It's just a a, a big ass piece of foam so i let blue have the bed he blessed us with some pillows some sheets um he gave us something to eat and that's how that happened um i on this channel i want people to understand that i've really been through it all and I want to be able to have a free space to tell my story in detail, certain events that I have been through. I want to tell them more so in a, in a joking manner. So where it's not sad, but it's also bringing awareness. But for this moment, I'm actually serious right now because a blessing and breakthrough is coming, man. A, a mighty one. I don't know how it's coming don't know when it's coming none of that but that man voice we kept replaying in my head even when my pastor said to me when um i was a kid i was staying on mapes terrace my mom and grandmother had a fallen out, so we moved out of her house, and we moved in with her friend on uh, Mapes Terrace. And this was a two-bedroom, and she already had four kids. And my mom came in with two kids, so it was six kids in one room and one bed. And um, I grew up on the policy as a kid and as in life, get in where you fit in that's the policy I grew up on. So it was nothing for me to have to readjust myself to something that was small or something that I really, you know, didn't have a lot of space to work with. That was nothing to me. But, um, we started going to this church, come to find out this lady was actually my cousin living on Lehigh. And I, Growing up, I always thought people that lived on Le- Lehigh had money, and it was just a block over from where I grew up on. But I just felt like their houses were nicer. They had nice cars. You didn't really hear about too much shit happening on Lehigh like you did on Mapes, Bergen, Osborne, Mapes Terrace, um, Elizabeth. It, you know, so we ended up going to her church. And, um,. At the service she was like, I wanna speak to you. And I'm thinking, What the fuck she wanna talk to me about? So after service, like I tried to avoid her, but it's like I my feet had to come to her. It it was a weird It was a weird feeling that I necessarily don't know how to explain. And sometimes the spirit can lead you. You can come willingly or you can come forcefully. And at that moment, I was coming forcefully. And she said, she said to me, she said, you're going to grow up to be able to do mighty things in life. You're going to be an evangelist. At that time, I didn't know what an evangelist was. I had no fucking clue. And I thought the bitch had actually gone crazy. Because I'm looking like, how could you say I can grow up to be something mighty, when well, look at my circumstances? Uh, we're living with my mother's friend. I don't have a bed. I don't. I don't have. I don't have nothing. You know, I'm. I'm going to school with the clothes that I got. You know, trying to do, deal with my worrisome ass little fucking brother. Like, what do you like? What do you mean? She said that I was going to be an evangelist. And I was going to have a voice to lead the nation. And I thought that she was batshit fucking crazy, to be quite honest. So at the church, we all piled up in her fucking tours. Mind you, six kids, two adults in the front. So that means we lapped up in the fucking car. We lapped the fuck up. Anyways, on that ride back to the house, I was just thinking like, what does this mean? What is an evangelist? And then it's like, it seemed like my life started to shift in an even, in an even harder direction. It was weird. Like shit got harder after she said that to me. And I'm like, did this woman put a fucking curse on me? What the fuck is going on? This is what I'm thinking to myself. But in the same instance, As years went on, when I turned 21, I started rapping. 21, 22, by 23, I was taking it real serious. And unfortunately, a lot of mixes and shit like that didn't go right, but I still kept pushing I was the quiet person. I didn't think that music would ever be in me. I thought that was my mom thing. I didn't think that I would have the voice to be able to go on a podcast platform. I didn't think that can be something in me because of what I felt like my circumstances was and what I came from. Now that I think about it. I'm I'm doing music. I have a podcast. I've been on two platforms. It's like it is crazy how the spirit can work even when you feel like it's not possible and it's not reachable and it's not obtainable. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Some people are sitting on million dollar ideals right now. Keep pushing. Keep claiming your blessing. Keep claiming your breakthrough. Keep claiming that shit. You are powerful. You are talented. You are divine. You are special, and you can do amazing things. Just recently, I saw something in my spirit that really, that really, like, had me looking fucking crazy. Like, I, I had a dream that I adopted um, a little Asian girl. This is something I didn't even tell my mom. I had a dream that I adopted a little Asian girl and that it was my job to take care of her and groom her and grow her up. But it never showed me in a dream what she was supposed to be in life. It never showed me. It just showed me an Asian girl with a bob haircut and in a dream she looked about four or five. And I went to the adoption agency and I went to go pick her up, and I brought her home with me, and I raised her as my own. And no cap, no bullshit, all bullshit set aside, for the last year, I've been having that dream. It doesn't happen often. It comes once in a blue, but when it happens, I'm like, that's that little, like, what the fuck is this? All my life with me growing up, I've been taking care of kids. Ever since I was able to go to the bathroom on my own, I've had a baby on my hip. I've always been taking care of kids. Always. Diapers, feeding them, clothing them. I spent more time with them than their own fucking parents. But... In the dream, it really bugged me out that I went to an adoption agency and I brought that little girl home and raised her as my own. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck all of that means. And sometimes it's not, sometimes gotta prepare you even when you feel like you unprepared. Like, I can be seeing that now, and then he can bless me with the favor and the ability that I need to be a good parent for that child if that's what I have to do. But right now, I do not know. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't know. But some, sometimes when you see something in dreams... It can be a spirit talking to you. There are a lot of undercover messages and dreams. Don't underestimate your dreams. So, I'm I'm sorry, y'all. This seems like I'm rambling, but there are blessings. There are breakthroughs out there. Blessings and breakthroughs out there, man. A lot of women that have been praying for a perfect spouse of praying for a husband i don't pray for none of that shit but for the ones that do it's gonna happen it's definitely gonna happen and sometimes we may um we we went without something so long we feel like when it comes to us that is not meant to be, but you never know until your spirit actually talked to you. If you feel an automatic connection with a person, that could be God talking in your spirit like this is the one. And a lot of men know before women know, like um Boaz and Ruth, he knew before she knew that. He was going to be her husband. Just keep that in mind. Or it may not be the person with the package that's all the way together. Like, you know, where people are so judgy, judgy. You know, he could have did a little time in prison, but God spoke to him and changed his life around. You shouldn't cancel a person like that out. Because of their past. We all have one. We all have been through some shit. But if his life is together now. And he's praising God now. And he put all of that shit behind him. Why can't you? Think about that. So. I'm sorry if it kind of seemed like this message was all over the place. But I've just been seeing so much at once. That sometimes it's hard for me to focus my thoughts y'all. I promise I'm going to try to do uh, a little bit better later this evening after I smoke my blunt. You know, get my shit together. But please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at 7spencer,